1: Welcome
4: back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. <sighs> Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. Yeah. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, wet (laughs) it's wet and gross um wet and shitty (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh god folks
7: we had it it was there we lost it we had it for like the whole game i know once again we we had to have led for 50 plus minutes of that game yeah it was crazy (laughs) what the hell was happening Oh,
4: God. Well, well, we'll talk about it here, folks, on the Charger Chat. We've got lots to go over, obviously, this Kansas City game, uh, looking at some of the continuous injuries this team seems to incur, uh, some post-game quotes. Uh, and as always, we've got a fan focus lined up and an Ask Bolt fam. Uh, but let's start it off here at the top, talking about Kevin and Kyle got a chance to not just go to this game. I was seeing – posts prior to the game starting of kevin hyperventilating while justin herbert was walking <laughs> into an elevator what is this all about what 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 happened here go ahead
1: guy <laughs> all right i guess i'll tell the story <laughs> no I'll, I, I will jump in i'll jump in it's a, it's a team effort here and yeah, forgive sure. my voice like i it, it was, yeah i'm sorry yeah
4: obviously the boys <laughs> attended the game they screamed their little hearts out and yeah. uh their voices
7: we, sound like it. <laughs> we did have a new third down tradition when we're on offense. being Kevin after we'll hug. hug the whole time.
1: And it worked like it worked 80% okay. of the time.
7: It worked at the beginning of the game. The second half, it kind of went to crap. But awesome. it worked better of on mojo. offense
1: than it did on defense.
7: Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on on Saturday night, we drove up and we met um we met a bunch of our friends for dinner. Who was all there, Kev? Jen, Karen, <laughs> yeah, the brisket Brisco- rods.
1: Beauty and the bolts. It was it was Beauty awesome. The bolts. They yeah, were at a hotel. That just so happened to have some random Charger players start walking in while we're sitting there eating.
7: Whoa! So apparently we had we met for dinner at the same hotel that the team stays at. So really, yeah, like they were all checking in, and then as fate would have it, Mister Justin Herbert walks. So we're probably well, we're probably like twenty yards away from the elevators, and our table can see the elevator. Yeah, and he all of a sudden he just turns the corner. And then um, Karen goes, it's Justin Herbert, it's Justin Herbert, it's Justin Herbert. And then Kevin, I'm like, Kevin, that's Justin Herbert. And he looks, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he seriously, like, like he was could not sit still in his Dude, seat. Dude, I'm like, <laughs> you, No, listen, listen, it sounds ridiculous. And like he was trying to make it silly. His heart rate went from a resting 70 <laughs> all got the way it. to 95. He got an I got, alert from his watch. I was like, are you okay? I, got, I literally got I this for early
1: Christmas present for my wife, and I, I'm resting like 70, 72. <laughs> Justin Herbert probably. Spiked was him a, up to 100. 95. I, was a five. <laughs> it was,
4: I wow. love that you told it where everybody was like very calmly like, it's Justin just Herbert. Herber. Well, and I blew but it.
1: Kevin just <laughs> <laughs>
4: like yeah. a cartoon rock just <laughs> shot out of his chair. <laughs> I,
1: it was problematic because the first person we saw was Brayden and I just couldn't help it. I was oh, that's like, Brayden! Cool. And he like looked back and he's like, hi. And then I was like, hey dude, I'm like, sack he's dance! Like, he's like, do your sack <laughs> dance! <laughs> um, I'm like, Kevin, be cool, dude. Be yeah, cool, dude. I, I didn't have it. I'm not, yeah, I'm awkward in that situation. But we met, <laughs> we met Corey Lindsley in a similar way. Corey was yep. coming back and some of the girls at the table were like, Hey Corey. Corey, and he waved over as if he like knew who it was. Like, and then he yeah. started to walk towards us. And like three steps in, he's like, "Oh, I don't know who those people are at all." Oh, so you kind of like roped him in. Kevin, they were like, "Oh, Kevin, these are
7: friends." Kevin gives him a, "Don't worry, we're not dangerous." <laughs> oh, Great. Yeah. And he then he came. He right, came right. right over though. Right <laughs> when after I said that, he came right
1: over and he signed uh, the brisket rods. Don't worry, we won't kill you. <laughs> no, 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 all of us together couldn't do anything to that dude. He's a monster. Yeah. yeah but it was (laughs) it was was sucked though because we left when we left like apparently everyone showed up and like you know we we missed a lot of the players but it was that was a really really cool way it was fun hanging out with friends pre-game getting excited about the game it was
4: good oh those are some of the greats for sure um that's awesome that's you got to see justin herbert and Fahoko and got to say meet I saw did Corey Lindsley did he sign the brisket broads yeah, like he, their little yeah. sketchbook? He yeah, came all the way picture. over,
7: signed their thing, talked that's to us cool. Yeah, it that's cool. That's so cool. It was rad. Awesome. Well, hey,
1: <laughs> that's a good way to start off the weekend. Yeah, for sure. And then it was cool too. Like you know, we got to go do the Thunder Alley, and it's like always the most insane fun time. Any any difference between daytime Thunder Alley and nighttime Thunder Alley, or is it pretty much the,
4: the same idea? Pretty similar. Pretty similar. It? Okay. It's, it seemed
1: like the stakes are up a little bit. Like there's a lot of extra kind of craziness. Who who was our um the Daira Bolt club leader from up in Ventura? Um, he was wearing like a um oh god, I won't remember his name, but he was wearing like a, a turkey costume. Oh, I and, saw oh. the video of him, yeah. And literally every like you're walking and then he's, the he's there, and then you turn yeah. around, he's over there. <laughs> he's and it's yeah, he's you're... that guy has so much
4: energy. Oh my Wild god. Wild Turkey.
1: And, He's, he's a wild turkey <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing so but yeah so it was it was cool we got to meet everybody at like the uh bolt bros podcast was there so we hung out with them the oh, cool. broads the snappies we went through up and down getting shots hung out with fan of the year rike um, awesome yeah man it was just fun met a lot of cool people that we talk it's so funny like when we're you know we talk to people people come up like hey man what's going on and then i'm like hey how's it going? Because I don't fully know who they are. And then they're like, Boltville. I'm like, I'm Boltville. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, it's like that
4: double like excitement. Like, got ah, yeah, yes. Gotta, oh, we, yes, yes. Yeah. We got to hear handles, folks. We're not used to yeah. faces or first name bases. We got to hear the handles. And yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: You got to meet Boltville. It was cool. And then got to hang out with Justin Saver. Cool. He's a great guy. Um, awesome. Another diehard Bolt club member. Just want to shout him out. He had some really awesome, nice things to say. Um, so yeah, it was just an overall awesome we were we were rolling in there, feeling really good about
4: everything. So. Uh, well, understandably so. Uh, you guys got to go to prime time Sunday night. Any any special things going on in the stadium? I saw there was that kind of little concert in the middle there with Roddy Rich.
6: Yeah, uh, that, that was anything cool.
4: else go on?
1: Any any other special activities? To, I, I think the salute to service was happening there. So there okay, was like, cool. there was yeah, a lot of like, did. military stuff going on. Yeah, really at halftime
7: nice. they did like a remembrance of some soldiers that had that yeah, yeah. was i yeah. was heavy that was really it was pretty heavy mm-hmm. um but there, outside of it, it was just kind of normal programming from what a normal game would be it was just dark
1: there you know. it looked so much dude the lights yeah. in there and when they I can like can only imagine it yeah. is next level in there when it's when it's the late games yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. it's hard to explain yeah uh,
7: one of these days i'll go to one we, of those late we also games. we also snuck in i don't if I, I don't i don't think we snuck in we were trying to find a place to go watch we accidentally snuck in
1: I, but like we were, we didn't leave, so I, t- I guess technically you're right. We did sneak in, but we were walking down one of the corridors. We ended yeah. up in this VIP section. Oh, and the guy that was manning the door
7: to check tickets, he was just there. Like, he had turned his back and was like helping someone. I we just we we didn't know. Who know. He was. We just didn't know which. We didn't know that one side of the barricade you were allowed to, and the other side you needed special access. Yeah, we just like opened a door and started walking, and all of a sudden we were in this like cool bar at the fifty yard line. And like there was like standing room, so we just found a place to stand and watch the game there the whole time.
4: Oh, get out of here for
7: yeah. the whole game. The whole <laughs> the whole game, yeah. game. Which mm-hmm. I looking back, I hope that didn't jinx us that we weren't in our seats in 307, yeah. row 10. We may have screwed we it up. We did it. No. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> Kyle. We may screwed up.
1: Seemed like a great you know whose idea it was? It was our my one of my best friends in the world, Randy, who's a cheese fan. He's like, Yeah, let's just stay here. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you want to throw off all the juju you that you all can. Of our Randy. Energy. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> he was fun too. We got to like go around. and everyone met yeah. our chief's friend. It, you know, he, he it was cool because he was talking about how like amazingly welcoming everybody was there yeah. and how much fun he had and how rad He was the taking pictures is. of
7: like Thunder Alley because all the can all the chapters have their own canopies and oh right. Yeah. He was like, wow, this is so cool. He's taking pictures of everything. So that's
1: awesome. We, and we do and he, it right. He pretty much admitted that it's better uh Tailgating energy than than Kansas City. Uh, yeah. All but he didn't say it, but he f- I saw it in his eyes. Um, <laughs> he said it without saying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smug. Wow. Chief. All right. Well,
4: I well, mean, love you, Randy. For the most part, sounds like a great time. It, uh, was, it was the whole fantastic. game was
7: insane. It was yeah. really really fun until the last minute and a half. That was yeah, when it that just last sucked. drive really bad because yeah. we got the up and down. We got behind, came back, scored.
1: Yeah. just stop him. One stop. Keenan Allen shows up out 60 of nowhere yards. with a giant <sighs> catch. It was yeah. crazy. Everything about that that game was absolutely crazy. We got up early. We stayed up. Scored twenty points in the first half. Like, yeah. everything was screaming like, yes, we're showing up for this game. Yeah, and then it just couple bad moments is yeah. what it had. What it bo- seems to be what it's all boiling down to right now. Yeah,
7: so it's just the third downs too. It's just that like- and. F- Four hundred and ninety-eight yeah. yards of offense that we allowed. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. A lot.
4: <laughs> That's a lot of movement of the ball. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, it was uh, watching it from home. You know, we got to see Keenan Allen and Mike Williams out there, and Mike Williams just make an amazing toe tap and catch. And watching him come up limping was just like, God, can we just not have like anything nice? In this world yeah anymore. you can't like, have
7: nice things this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> this is yeah. why we can't have nice things we always
4: break everything um yeah score of the game 30 27 up
7: and down up and down and just couldn't couldn't feel pull like it down our roster construction needs to be all b like we need b level players like right because somebody's inevitably going to go you can afford, go you down. Can afford two b levels for one of our a pluses yeah, The guy's going to get hurt. So at least then we have a B to back him up. I think yeah. that needs to be the new GM like idea for building the Chargers. Get Some all 3.0? Bs, a little bit of Cs. 2.0? But we can't have it going. We pay so much for these A's that then it's a C or D drop off. You've after. got an A
4: plus QB, Bs everywhere <laughs> else is what you're
7: saying. <laughs> yeah. Give me and tossing a C here and there that we can hide. Right. But we just can't On have We can specialties. We know <laughs> the idea is we know we're going to get hurt. Right. We have to have so much depth on our on our team. I follow the logic. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's uh, it, it's it's sad to watch these guys. Just it, it, inevitably, somebody's going to get hurt, and we'll talk about the injuries here shortly. But um, it, it was a wild game to watch. Yeah, the one thing you can never say is that a Charger game is never not exciting. No, like, yeah. they're always they're they're always exciting. Especially these prime, prime time, time game. You're gonna get yeah. what? Yeah, you get what you what you you're get. get your money's for. worth. Yeah. 100%. Um. Well, uh, looking over at Twitter, Uh, let's talk to Dan Popper, who tweeted out this lovely little tidbit. The Chargers are allowing a conversion rate of 43.8% on third downs, not just third downs, third downs with 11 or more yards to gain. By far the worst in the league. The Cardinals are 31st at 33.3%. Oh, God. the league average third down conversion rate on all third downs, regardless of how many yards, is forty point six five. So we are allowing more converted third so like, downs with that over eleven like th- yards third
7: and ones and third and twos all downs the average third in inches is forty point six. We're giving up forty three point eight on third and eleven plus yes. Yeah, that was the one thing that was
4: that was the heartbreaking thing from that game was watching like pushing them back, pushing them back. Yeah, Yeah, third and seventeen. Like, God, we have to stop them, and they and they just didn't happen.
7: Well, dude, that on that last drive when they called a hold on Derwin away from the play on Kelsey that converted on for their third and twelve. Yeah, like give me a break on that call. That's so bogus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was having contact, but they were doing that all game and right. Mahomes wasn't even looking that way to throw the ball so right I don't, that seemed very much like a let's bail the chiefs out of the situation which it goes both ways i know it's you can't blame yeah. one call but that was that was tough to give a, to convert on a third and long and it con- that contributed to this statistic because they converted Absolutely. on a penalty
4: um yeah it's it's rough to see and then uh Right now, the Chargers' remaining strength of schedule is sixth easiest, with only two of the remaining seven teams having winning records. So we got seven more teams to play; only two of them with winning records.
1: We did have two back-to-back tough games in primetime. Like it's just what it was, you know. Yeah, two weeks of losing—it just
7: really sucks. Yeah. You see what the Niners did to the Cardinals tonight? Some I haven't seen. No. Holy smoke! Thirty-eight to ten was the last time I saw okay yeah, yeah. good sh- but kyler murray wasn't playing i'm assuming he'll probably be back for us because every time we play someone they come back and they are they're already saying they're they're probably going
1: to hold them off till after their bye week
7: and their bye weeks after they
1: play us so I'm, we might not, not right. run into him or if we he's do still it's going to be a
7: hollow duty of that of he needs to play he's not ready to play yet. It's all right. day baby hopefully they drop ha- some dlc i'll take any <laughs> help i can get give me colt mccoy right. all day um
4: all right. Well, looking at uh, other teams in the league that have had charger players on it, this came out and was surprising. But at the same time, when you hear the stat, it's not. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out, uh, Broncos announced they have waived running back Meldon Gordon.
1: Um, he later, those... we, were at the, we were at the tailgate when we heard the news of like why he got cut. Oh, yeah.
4: no, I saw that well, I was watching the game because it was Broncos against the Raiders. You're hoping. Somehow both teams pull out an L, but obviously that's not the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm watching the game and sure enough, Melvin Gordon running up and just the ball just flies out of his hands. Like it's just, it's on it the I think. goal line too. Oh yeah. It was a goal line play. Like oh it just, God. it just gets punched out. And it's like, I think the stat he said was like, Melvin Gordon has had 25 fumbles since 2015 and oh like by far gosh. the most of like any running back and it's just like dude you could have all the skills to pay the bills but if you can't hold on to that ball doesn't matter on goal line plays like he did that to us so many times yeah so, so many times. yeah melvin gordon has been waived no word yet if he's been picked up anywhere yet i haven't heard one way wa- or the other they
7: probably have a couple days for waiver claims right it's
4: yeah yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I want to say I'm sure he'll get picked up, but I honestly have no idea. I saw the Broncos' other running back. I think Chase Edmonds is hurt as well. So they just waived a running back and
7: one is injured. So, and yeah, they're going to be in trouble for running backs. Hopefully, they, yeah. they just decide to go with Russell Wilson. MP, throw it every play. Yeah. Let's
4: ride. Let's, ride. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's look over now at the. Injury report: Daniel Popper tweeted out, "Mike Williams aggravated his high ankle sprain." Brandon Staley
1: said, "Um,
4: apparently from it was, what I,
1: it's from what I saw is that it's not like a really serious re-injury. It was that's just like the initial report. Yeah, yeah, that so it's not it too
4: there. bad. They'll get more information on it as the as the week goes on. But as it stands right now, we should be okay. But honestly, at this point, who even knows?" Um. And then on the injury update regarding Kenneth
1: Murray, uh, he had a stinger that did not resolve last night, but he is better today. And we're, we were watching that game. Didn't Kenneth was in coverage on Kelsey one time? That, he, that he, was bad. It
7: was a third and medium distance. They had him one-on-one with Travis Kelsey. That's not his fault. That's just right. a terrible matchup. Right. That's like when we had one year, who was it? Drew Tranquil was running man-to-man with some with, Tyree, with Tyree Kel- kill. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. come yeah. That's just and not the matchup. That's our right, fault as, right. as, a, as a
4: staff, honestly. Yeah. So good to see him coming back. And then the, there's nothing mentioning here, but I think I saw Nasir Adderley because I saw him go out and I guess it was Finger or thumb something. or something yeah. like that. And I think he came back in later in the game. So hopefully, you know, they'll get that taken care of as well. Hopefully he doesn't lose any time regarding that. Tape. Tape yeah. it up. Tape. Tape. More tape. Tape, More tape. Tape and extra tape. Let's cut to the tape. Um, Tape. And then uh, post game, uh, Staley had a few quotes here. And the first one is on the injury update regarding wide receiver Mike Williams. Uh, He kind of had a re aggravation of it last night uh, regarding the high ankle sprain. We are going to find out a lot more on the next couple of days about his possibilities for Wednesday's Wednesday's practice, but not a significant re injury. So, I mean. Yeah, when I saw him get hurt, he obviously limped off the field. They first showed him re-taping it up and kind of jogging on the sideline, but then standing on the sideline, no tape on his ankles, helmet off, you know. So it's not like he couldn't put any weight
7: on it, yeah. but just probably didn't have any of that
4: explosiveness safe, that man. It, he needs. It just yeah. sucks,
7: man. You see, you get to see how good they are. You get these yeah. little spurts like Mike got hurt on an awesome catch on the sideline, toe tap over a guy. Yeah. Like so good. And then Keenan was for sure on a snap count, not out there very much. Mm -hmm. But when he's in there, that giant game changing when you need it the most. It's like, yeah, if we could just have these freaking guys all year. And I know every team gets injuries. I know blah blah blah. Absolutely. It's just as a fan watching it, like I want to watch our best players play because they're just more watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um then Brandon Staley on the team's
4: level of urgency to turn this thing around and make the playoffs. Staley said, we're trying to take it one game at a time. Our focus is going to be on Arizona. We played two really tough games in a row in primetime against two, as you know, really quality teams, and they've been great games. I feel like our level of play has been high. I think we know exactly where we stand right now in terms of the context of the NFL landscape. What we need to keep doing is making improvements on our football team, continue to get guys back and make that progress going into the next game. Make get I mean, better. I mean, Start yeah, lane. it all makes sense, you know. Hopefully, oh, you can
1: get this run defense better, man. It is just such a that they was, were
7: averaging over seven. I like I was watching; it was seven yards every pop every time they wanted to run the ball, seven yards. Mm. So crazy. So they,
1: basically, that their philosophy is let them run all over us till we get to the red zone, red zone, and then get a stop. That's kind of what they did to the to the Chiefs those first two quarters.
7: That's what mm. they've done the last three weeks. It felt yeah. like
1: just like. Run wherever you want, we're gonna not let a let up a big play, and then we're gonna play solid defense in the red zone.
7: That's mm-hmm. what it's become. Our offense just has to be more consistent. We can't have a whole quarter where we don't score any points, yeah, it's just you know like if that's the defense that we got and that's what we have to work with right, which I don't think is good enough, like well that giving up five hundred yards of offense, that's not acceptable, yeah, um but if that's the case, our offense needs to score every quarter. We can't get blanked anymore,
4: yeah. Um, and then on safety, Derwin James Jr. defending Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs' final offensive drive. Uh, Staley said two special players who were going at it, man to man, single safety. He made a good catch and was able to turn it up. Give credit to him. There was no one else in the world I would rather have covering him.
7: I agree. Weird,
1: weird misstep for for Derwin. He got on beat that one. Yeah. yeah.
4: We just don't see him get beat
1: like that. That's just no. not normal.
4: No. If anything, in the last game that they played, we saw Derwin. Pile drive them into shut the him dirt. Down. So, yeah.
7: Um, I know yeah. I went into this game with so much confidence. Like, hey, at least we have the Travis Kelsey killer. You know, like we have the guy yeah. that no other team has that can shut him down. Right. He goes for over 100 yards and three touchdowns, three touchdowns in one well, freaking it- night. And
1: you said when we were walking into the game, we were doing one of our lives on Instagram. You're like, I came to this realization that if you have a really good tight end, you're pretty much you're consistently gonna be good. Consistently you can good. Be consistently right? And he scored like what, three touchdowns on us last game? All of them, like yeah. their wide receivers were out. They weren't utilizing that much. They're running the ball or throwing it to Kelsey. That was pretty yep. really much what they did. Mm.
7: Yep. So it's just, yeah. It is Better what
1: wait it till is. Next, Hopefully we don't have to wait till next year to play him again. Hopefully we I, get him in the playoffs. That'd or, be
7: so so sweet. I want That'd that be first a fun game. game. Like
1: we're, these games are always so freaking close. I just I want another one. I feel yeah. like we can really beat this team. You know, it sucks. Yeah, we're we're and that's
4: the thing is we're in it the whole game. Both yeah. games we were in yeah. it, and they were all just done in by. We had the lead the majority of both games. Yeah, just can't finish. It's frustrating. Um, and then on running back, Joshua Kelly's injury status, uh,
7: Staley said, I think you should see him back in practice this week. Isaiah Spiller has looked good. Yeah. And Sony Michelle has definitely taken the number three role. So with Josh Kelly back, I think, I don't know if Sony gets activated if, if Kelly comes back and is healthy, ready to go.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think after seeing what Isaiah did, I don't think you can take him out right now. Yeah. He's, he's running hard. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see that. um, I would also
4: love to see you guys going over to our Patreon on (laughs) patreon.com slash charger chat. We've got uh, some fun videos and content that we are putting over there exclusive to Patreon. Patreon.com slash charger chat. And we want to shout out some new Patreon members that have joined since the last episode. Yeah, shouting out. Uh, I apologize if I mispronounce your names, but uh, I've got Anthony Pugliese. Pugliese? Yeah, this is Tony from York. Oh, oh, it's Tony Oh, Becadona. Tony. I'm sorry, uh, Tony. Got to tell me how to pronounce your last name, buddy. Puglies, um,
3: I think, <laughs> Puglies. I'll say Pugliese.
4: All right. Uh, we've got Albert uh, Piercial, Piercall, Piercial, Percial? God, I'm bless, glad I'm you're sorry. doing this and not me. Yeah, I know, right? I'm the one I'm falling on this hand <laughs> grenade. Send your up hand on mail to. For <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll put and, his address uh, in the uh, in the description.
4: And uh, Hank Lunsford, all three of these guys join Patreon. Thank you guys, Thanks, guys. so Thanks much. We support. really, we really appreciate it. Um, Yeah. Go on over to patreon.com slash charge chat and check out all the fun stuff we do over there. We've got, you know, if you guys think we laugh a lot on this episode or episodes in general, just go on over to Patreon where laughs from start to finish <laughs> all
1: day. Yeah.
4: Um, and if you don't want to go to Patreon, that's a okay. You can go on over to our website, chargerchat.com, Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other tears in our members section and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check it out. chargerchat.com. it's time to go on to the next segment it is fan focus let's see who uh who kev sat down
1: with and brought some focus let's go to the fan yeah (laughs) nice all right guys we're back with another fan focus and we are super excited to have brock from iowa what is going on brock
6: Not much. Just a little disappointed about last night.
1: Yeah, same brother, same. It's it's tough. We always, you know, these are so much fun. It's like my therapy because I get to hang out. We get to like work through these feelings of what just happened and it sucked and, you know, this is what it is. We got to move on. We can't dwell on it too bad or we'll beat ourselves up. But
6: yeah, for sure.
1: Let's find out about you, brother. How did you become a Charger fan?
6: So it all kind of started. So I'm from Iowa. So it's kind of like you're a free agent to pick a team because there's nothing really super close. There's like Vikings, Chiefs, uh, Bears, I guess, yeah. are the main fan bases around here. But So my dad was just watching TV one Sunday when I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, eight, nine years old. And the Chargers were on national television. for That doesn't happen often. Yeah, yeah. But they were on TV. I was watching it with him. I thought their logo was cool. And I was like, hey, I like their logo. And then it came down to, I looked more into it. I looked at all the logos and I got the Chargers, the Falcons, and the Titans. And for whatever reason, I chose the Chargers. And then recently, like a few years ago, I found out that the Chargers were founded on August 14th, which is also my birthday. So nice. it's like a cool coincidence, I guess I meant and to be me.
1: meant to be for sure, brother. That's awesome. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. So you, so is your yeah. dad, is your dad a charger fan or is he, is he, where's he reside?
6: My dad grew up a Cowboys fan, but I'm the only one in my family that really has a team. But since I'm such a huge Chargers fan, my kind of my whole family risk the chargers with me. Just that's awesome. Go with it. Yeah. That's all you put the game on. They
1: have to watch it with you. That's the
2: way.
6: Yeah, that's how it has to go. I mm-hmm. made a good Sunday ticket for me so I can watch every game.
1: I love it. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, especially, you know, being from Iowa and that area, like, we, you, I feel your pain with Chiefs fans everywhere because they're yeah. everywhere. And After last night, kind of avoiding the grocery store. Don't want to go near these people because they all wear their gear the next two days after they beat us. It's just, I don't know. It sucks. Yes. So I, yeah. feel, I, feel, I feel you over there.
6: I go to the University of Kansas, so right by Kansas City, so many Chiefs fans. It's a great time for Thanksgiving break to get out of there.
1: Yeah. So Dip. yeah, let's I'm, go I'm home. back
6: home in Iowa now. So
1: good. Good. good to get
6: out of there.
1: Absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, let's talk a little bit about that game. Yeah. What are your thoughts? It, we came out hot. It was looking awesome. Like, like, holy crap. Will's back. Yeah, Keenan's back. This offense is cooking. You know, you got, you know, put up 10, both the first and the second quarter. And then we kind of did what we've been doing the last few weeks. What were your kind of thoughts? What were some of the things you were excited about um, when you saw the game?
2: Yeah, number
6: one, Herbert just looks 10 times more confident with Herbert and Mike out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sucks to see Mike go down because we all know he owns the Chiefs. Yeah. And at least he went out fighting that great catch. Yeah, it was. And then also, I don't know where, like why we haven't been playing Spiller more because he looked really good, especially yeah. in that first half running the ball. And then Reader. When he came into the game for Kenneth Murray, that the fumble, the great play. And then, I don't know. We just need to play a full game of football and not just shut down whenever we get up. Because we're just so conservative whenever we get up. Yeah, And then we try to throw the ball down when we need to. And that just makes it way too predictable for the defenses. And it just... And the O line kind of just fell apart in the end of the game.
1: But isn't that what's so frustrating? It's like you see this high level of football that's played, um, but it's just not consistent. Like if you could just give us that more, just for another extra quarter, you know, give us three out of the four quarters, and we'll be in a lot better shape. It just gets gets a little frustrating.
6: Yeah, like I know what we're capable of. I've seen it, but it just needs to get put all together. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just frustrating. Like, man, now. I was really upset last night. It's just a good thing I gotta sleep on it and kind of process what happened.
1: No, for sure. Good night of sleep is always good for a tough loss, especially especially those late ones where it's like you finish and you're just kinda like shit. Like I just gotta go to bed on this and it sucks. But you know, figure it out. Um, so like what you know there's so many like charger memories and so many things that we all experience as fans. What, What what would you say is one of your biggest charger memories?
6: I got a couple. Um Start up with one of my first memories is when we played the Niners way back. I'm not sure what year it was, but it's the one we went to overtime with them, beat them, and I just remember Eddie Royal very vividly. The Eddie Royal fourth down catch. Yeah, I don't know why. I rem- it was just a huge moment. But That's awesome. That was that was like one of the first things I can remember. But and then obviously the best moment was chiefs 2018 yeah my family's got videos of me jumping around in my living room just going crazy from that game
1: oh is that the, that's the mike will one where he got the two yeah mike yeah, mike will yeah, yeah yeah yeah
6: and then i just say last year i went to sofi for the first time which not often for me and unfortunately it was the vikings game so we oh. lost that one
1: yeah i was at that one too that was a tough one
6: yeah, Justin Jefferson destroyed Trayvon Campbell. Yeah, not a good matchup there.
1: Nope, nope, and not then, at all.
6: Yeah, so I'm going to four Chargers games. They're own four in those games. So planning on going to the Chiefs game next year. Try to I'm just going to keep trying until it happens.
1: It's going to happen. Dude. We'll we're going to find a yeah. way. And it'll be good. But um, oh, yeah. so so thoughts. You know, we go into Arizona. You know, we got what seven games left. We got to start winning some of these. What are your thoughts on kind of what we need to do next week to really uh, to bring this victory home?
6: Well, first of all, we're playing against Colt McCoy next week. So that should definitely help because we all know we're not the best versus scrambling quarterbacks like Kyler Murray. Sure. Um, Getting people back, you know, getting Keenan back, not on a snap count. Hopefully Mike is okay. Yeah. Um, Bosa, obviously super huge. And then just figuring out how to play a full game. Like, I want us to not, I want us to like kick them when they're down, you know?
1: Yeah you mean about
6: tired it i of all these close games like make a statement like the Cowboys they just destroyed Minnesota was like
1: 40 to three or something like that's pretty 40 some, to something three, like yeah. that would be nice
6: that's 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 a statement right there like because you know so and then I'm pretty like our schedule gets a little easier we still got the Dolphins I mean for some reason the Colts have gotten better under Jeff Saturday yeah. I thought yeah and then I guess the Rams that's not guaranteed but i'm expecting and then last game in denver it's gonna be cold some people think it might be a trap game but i just hope we can get it done i think we need to lose two more games maximum to make the wild card 10 and in kind of thing yeah so just kind of be as optimistic as possible you know
1: yeah, love that. Love that energy. It's how I feel. It's, it's yeah. It's how you gotta feel sometimes being a Charger fan. You Just I've, gotta stay positive. I've gone about through
6: it. too many heartbreaks to give up now. So
1: I'm right, brother. We're in it together. Yeah. So, um, all right, man. Well, hey, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you, Brock. And thank you so much for yeah. your time and coming on and chatting with us.
6: Yeah, thank thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Right, keep, brother. Keep doing your good work.
1: Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We will. And uh, yeah, yeah. Stay in touch. When we will go meet, uh, meet up at a KC game sometime, and we'll go yeah, show definitely. these guys what's up next year yeah for sure all right brother we'll talk to you later
3: all
6: right sounds good see you man
1: bye well Brock I can
4: certainly sympathize with those feelings we are pot committed at this point there's no turning back (laughs) we are it doesn't matter how many punches we take we're still here that's right chips are in (laughs) (laughs) please Um, yeah I love it man I love the the, I love the similarities I love that he said his birthday is the same day that the Chargers were founded yeah for August 14th that's awesome. It That's was so cool. In the stars. I that didn't is have so a choice, awesome. Brock.
1: It was meant to be for Brock. Well, yeah, we're glad
4: to have you, Brock. Glad you got to sit down with Kevin, and we really oh. appreciate it. Um, again, it's just it's awesome to hear the all the different fan stories from everywhere, just how they get into it and what their situations are, and uh, and you are no different there, Brock. We really do appreciate it. Um, all right, well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt fam. Hopefully they're
7: happy. (laughs) Nope. I
1: can't imagine.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are
4: hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. (laughs)
5: Catch you later, dude. I
0: love you, boy.
4: That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt fam. And we started off With Humboldt County Fan, who asked the question.
5: So I was thinking about whether it was time to start rooting for the Raiders to win games to lower their draft position, but then I remembered that it literally (laughs) doesn't matter where they draft. In the first round, they're just going to reach for a day two talent anyway. Also, in the spirit of trying to stay positive on our season... Do you guys realize amidst the ugliness that is our offense and defense this year that our special teams are killing it? We've made 16 straight field goals with three different kickers. We've allowed just 36 total yards on punt returns, which is second in the league, and we're fifth in kickoff return yardage allowed, not to mention a forced muffed punt turnover and
4: a blocked kick. As always, (laughs) the Raiders. Hey, love you. Bye.
7: I like this. This I is like this. very positive. Yes. I, th- I love this. We yeah, are all in on special teams this year. But <laughs> Clearly. Honestly, look, look. I'm
1: curious what they're going to do with Dicker. He, yeah, like he's starting to make it
7: harder and harder to be like, just throw Hopkins back in there.
1: Honestly, dude, like I, he's not getting nearly the amount of money that Hopkins is going to make. It's just, I don't know how you pull him when he's playing like this. Touchbacks yeah, I- every game. And yeah. he's
7: hitting everything. We keep demoting him to practice squad. I, I feel like if we do it again this week, he's going to get sore. He's going to get taken. Yeah. He's, I don't know if there's any just horrendous kickers right now that are just missing everything and a team is in need. I don't know. I, I had
4: Graham Gann or Graham Gano from the New York Giants on my freaking fantasy league in <laughs> the family league here, and he got me zero points. So, yeah, he might be a giant. He might be shuffling off to New York all.
7: if we do that. I worry that if we put him down in the practice squad, he might be gone again. I just love his name, too. It's a great name. It's, it's fun to say Dicker the, the Kicker. It's the perfect name. There's so many signs in the stadium. It's just so easy. It's, so, <sighs> it's
1: well, yeah, for our podcast, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> just for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Selfish.
4: just for us. Selfish of the Chargers. <laughs> Selfish Perfect for us. Um, all right. Well, Humboldt County fan, thank you for reminding us to stay shamelessly positive and to uh, focus on what's going right <laughs> with yeah. this team. It doesn't hurt to look for the positive from time to time.
6: Yeah, Um,
4: man, let's move it on now to MJ, who asked the
5: question, not a question, but we're running the table and making the playoffs last night was brutal, but was proud of the bolt fan that showed up and made it tough for KC. on to the next one. And nice meeting y'all at Thunder Alley. I love it. I love it. This attitude, Chris Moore, the pink
7: unicorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second, the game ended. He texted me. We're going seven to no. (laughs) <laughs> that's all i said seven he's like nine. we're gonna end at seven and eight. i'm like all right man i can get on board with that it's just <laughs> let's like let's do it <laughs> the confidence I love I love that we guy. have instilled in our podcast is just too much sometimes like i wanted to be grumpy and then he texts me and i'm like i can't be grumpy We got seven games left.
1: (laughs) seven game winning streak coming in hot. Well, and it was pretty (laughs) funny because last night, uh, you know, talking to our buddy Randy and we were in the stadium and, you know, all the all the chiefs were seated first because all the chargers were still partying outside with each other, having a good time. So it looked like there's a little bit sprinkling of red in there. But then he was like talking crap like, oh, it's going to be a home game. And then we filled the stadium up pretty freaking well. And yeah. then you could tell on third downs. Oh, yeah. Man, they were it silent. was no joke. Char- you can tell yeah. by this. I was trying yeah. to keep <laughs> up with the rest of the stadium. Yeah. It yeah. was loud, man. Like, I haven't been, like, I don't think, I think that is, like, the, the most dominant kind of fan show up I've, I've seen in a
7: really long time. Yeah. And it how it good.
1: impacted the game, you know?
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bowl fam showed up at the stadium for sure. Big time. I love it. All right. MJ. And it was nice meeting you too. Sorry. It was nice <laughs> nice to meet you as well. I know. Yeah, wish dude. I could have been there, MJ, to sure. say hey to you too. But
4: uh we appreciate you coming in and I think that was the number us. one question. Where's Wool Dog? Like
7: I know. I was like F- we're not good enough. We should have well, made like a cardboard first, standee for you guys. You first like of all, good, big, no one even ears. noticed me. They just saw Kevin and were drawn to him. They were like pushing me out of the I way. Literally,
1: Kyle got pushed, shoved yeah. out of the way one time. It was pretty yeah. awesome. And then
7: and then when they do like, oh, yeah, you're on it too. Where's Wooldog? I'm like, F-ing, what? what,
0: you, what <laughs> you're on it here?
7: too. What am I, chopped liver over here? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I'm, many of me moved down the bench. <laughs> <laughs> coach scoot down the bench down the bench
1: oh um, that was
4: so much fun man we yeah, it was really fun. fun all right mj thank you uh for not necessarily asking a question but uh reminding us of the good times let's move it on now to bolt dad yeah who asked the question
5: why
1: <laughs> What voice is that one? I don't know.
0: <laughs> just <sad. clears throat>
1: Oh,
7: ow. He just. I don't know why. <clears throat> I will say what what's gotten hard is we our excuse all year has been injuries. Andy yep. Reid found out a way to put up 500 yards of offense with no wide receivers. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how.
4: I mean,. Does that just basically say that we were out coached? Yes.
1: Okay. That was pretty obvious that game. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, it, the narrative of Lombardi is starting. It's so he's consistent. He's consistent in what he does, and it's 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 harder to defend him when he gets you know some of these guys back. <laughs> It's it's hard yeah. to defend getting shut out in a quarter and some of the some of the decisions he's making. It just doesn't quite <clears throat>
7: fully. A, there, it's hard. There to, it's a, hard to support
1: it all the time. It just right. is. Yeah.
7: My 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 tipping point from being just like everyone stop leave him alone to like <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> leave <laughs> pretty alone. But <laughs> <laughs> tipping point was I saw DeAndre Carter at fullback on a third down. And I about crapped my pants from this game. <laughs> DeAndre Carter I was, was in at fullback. And I get it. Like, you run him out to the flat. Maybe you hit him quick. But we didn't. We did not do that. We handed the ball off with DeAndre Carter in the backfield. fullback. And I'm like, oh, uh,
5: I don't know. Now, what <laughs> is that? Is that just being know. too creative or
7: too?
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> what does it mean? you're just like mixing things up for the sake of mixing it up. It feels like just
7: guessing. It honestly feels kind of like you're like just point and click. I don't know what's going to work. Let's just try this one on for size. We installed it this week, so let's see. But I don't know. It's tough, man. It's hard. All right. Well,
4: Bolt mm-hmm. down. That's about the best that we can put together. Thank you why? for asking the question. For why? For that's a pretty that's a pretty lengthy answer for one word. I know was for a one great. word question. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Junior, <laughs> aka J Rob,
1: who asked the question. It's a refresh. Yep. Unless he changed his username, it's certainly what Happens refresh. from time to time. Yeah.
4: Sneaky. All right. He asked the question. Goes like this.
5: Ouch. <laughs> It hurts so much, both fam. It's so hard to stay positive, but I'll try. Where do we go from here, gents? We are 500 and I truly hope we can make a one, but I don't know if I can take another loss. <laughs> want to say I love you guys and keep on doing what you do junior thank you junior thank you junior junior. that was kind of
7: our one defense against some of the hate was like but we have a winning record it doesn't matter we have a winning record like our guys' winning record record. record. that's gone we don't have that defense
4: anymore for right now we don't have it yeah, and just
1: definitely, we ran into two <laughs> strong teams back to back, and you yes. know. But when we say we're going to run up a t- against a team that doesn't does, have a great yeah. record, our track record is not like this is a confident thing. <laughs> no. We haven't like won any games by more than like a touchdown this whole season. So, yeah. um, you got to we beat need,
7: good teams. If you're a good team, you got to beat good teams.
1: We there need to go. win six of these, in my opinion. It's the only way you can if really not, lock it in you're go into the show. <laughs> you got you. You can drop one, but. You need to win a few of these to remember what it feels like before you can start. Let's dropping. just worry about this week. Let's yeah. win this one week. game at just a time. One game at
7: yeah. a time. One game at <laughs> a time, boys. That's how you keep sanity.
1: Yeah, it's not not good for financial planning, but you know it works for football. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Junior.
4: <laughs> Hope that uh, answers the question. And it does hurt. It hurts. Hard. It always hurts. It's, it's, it's never fun. Hurts. You don't walk away from those going like, "Well, that was good." Like,
7: that was a long two hour drive home by myself. I can imagine. Like, it was real quiet. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was
1: hanging out with the Chiefs fan the rest of the night. Imagine that. I was like, Randy's so, so sweet. He, he
7: was, was we were was walking out, out of the dating and He's like, I feel so bad. I feel bad. Kevin was like walking ahead of us all pouty. He's like, I don't even know. I just kind of feel bad. I was like, <laughs> he's just like do I anything. just wanted to win my fantasy game this week. I didn't care about my this game. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong, Randy. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel bad. He's a big boy. He'll get over it. <laughs> yeah.
4: Right. Um, all right, well, let's move it on now to Jeremy. He's a big boy <laughs> who asked the question. Just say, Dick man's a kick man, and it's a bore out voice, and I'll be happy. I feel I've been kicked in the Vargine. Not very nice.
3: Uh,
4: um, right, right. And then, well, there you go, Jeremy. I don't, I, asking you shall receive. Adam <laughs> yeah, just delivering smiles. That's right. I'm here. It's, hey, every day. I will dance. <laughs> Just Dance, give me my
7: dancing
4: shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move it on now to Cerberus 21. Yeah, buddy. Who asked the question? Well,
0: that certainly didn't end as we all hoped. As soon as the Chiefs got the ball with less than two minutes to go, I had a bad feeling we were in for it. I had hoped, at the very least, we wouldn't lose the same way we did last year with a Travis Kelsey walk in touchdown. And I don't even have the excuse that a backup was in. If Derwin James can't stop Kelsey, who can? Oh, bother. I don't know why I even try. My question is, how do I make the pain go away? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for being a pessimistic petunia. (laughs) I appreciate this fan base and this podcast for making it all hurt. Just a little less. <laughs> Have a great week if you can, and screw the Raiders. I guess. I don't know how to make the pain
7: go away, but this makes it easier. <laughs> laughing with your friends, you're
1: firm. making me smile. That's helping.
4: <laughs> I yeah. don't know why that made me laugh when he said <laughs> that, but um, oh bother, oh, oh, oh bother. bother, yeah, um, yeah, it's uh. uh Again, finding the things in life that make you happy, realizing it's just a game. um, And at the same time, we have little to no control over what actually happens in these games and to really just enjoy it. And and again, focusing on the positive. Like, I understand, like, at the end of the day, it's a win or loss thing. You know, did you win or did you lose? But we lost. We lost. And so you got to find, okay, well, like, what good happened? You know, We got to see Keenan Allen come back. We got to see Mike Williams for a hot second before he went out. Um, uh, we still who got the sack was it tranquil? Who? Derwin, Derwin got one. Derwin, Derwin got a sack, absolutely
7: yeah. launched that, that running, running back, back, that rookie yeah. running back. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he like t- blew beautiful.
4: him up, yeah,
7: yeah. Um, bye,
4: yeah. So, I mean, there are good things, you know, they're you know. <sighs>
1: That's Sometimes hard... just taking a breath too, and <laughs>
4: walking away from a situation is
1: all right too. And it's a hard game because we were winning that whole game. I know. So like the expectations were exciting and high, and like we got this, like we got to do this. We can. Sc- we scored. Right. And there's a minute thirty
7: something. All left. right. This doesn't have anything to do with the question, but what did you guys think of Staley's punt on that fourth and in inches? I hated it. Didn't. It wasn't. It's not what he's the culture preached. that I no. expected from consistent. this team. I know. No. So starting to feel a little shaky <laughs> <laughs> the when the coach says are a that, little shaky <laughs> when, when that comes from the coach, you know it's uh, serious. Just thinking, yeah. overthinking it, maybe uh-huh. doubting. I don't know, It just doubt creeps in of his identity is being that ultra aggressive, go for it guy. And maybe well, that was one before we had, I was before we had like the best a special
1: teams unit in the league, mm-hmm. so maybe that has something to do with it as well. And he said in his press conference he felt good about what the defense was doing. Like I, why? I don't know. I don't Did know. He follow up. I don't know if I'm an <laughs> idiot about this. Like I don't, they had like 400 yards at that point. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't quite. Literally understand.
7: hadn't stopped him.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't understand it really. You know. I want to understand. I want to be smarter. Teach me. Teach me. See more. Teach me. me, Teach me.
4: <laughs> All right. Cerberus 21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, yep. who asked the question. Mama always said, charge your games <laughs> were like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, except in the second half. <laughs> no adjustments. I'm not a smart man, but I know that running on first down over and over doesn't work when they have eight in the box. <laughs> why are we the close with no cigar team we have been this way forever jenny said it's the spanos curse anyway i'm always running but not on first down <laughs> okay love you bye that was a good one that was solid i <clears throat> was really solid yeah thanks house of pain yeah thank you that was a good script there um I don't yeah. know, dude. Is it the Spanos curse? I don't Maybe. know if it's a
1: curse. It certainly <laughs> seems to Maybe. be correlated it's with like them. This but... weird kind of consistency we have between different coaching staffs, different players. It's like the right. same, It kind of happens to us over and over. I like. I don't know what it is. It's all. Yeah.
7: I don't know. Yeah, we lost.
4: We did. We're lost. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty lost. simple.
4: Um. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. I guess we'll see. We'll see where this team goes and what happens in in the off season. That you know determines what we in the you meant postseason. Postseason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
7: This. Well, where this team.
4: That's the thing. Is like where this team goes. Like how far we get. You know, do we get all the way to the big game or what? What happens? And then once it's the off season determines you know what what really will go down but yeah
7: we still got seven games left I remember absolutely I'm a Padre fan there were people calling for Bob Melvin's head three quarters of the way through the season and pods went to the NLCS and he's got job security for a while. So yeah we don't know what we don't know what's gonna happen the way that this story is gonna end. If we're Holly we're in Hollywood. Come on. It's there's yeah. some there's a good Hollywood ending coming we're due for it. one here. We're due. Um all right. House of
4: Pain thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Athir Kadir. To ask the question
5: okay i have a question what is going on with coach staley it looks like he got scared from fourth and inches you punt and not go for it against Pat mccombs are you serious
1: well and they were doing this a lot the hurry up on fourth down they did a qb sneaks clearly they feel better about that and we were getting most of those we didn't get stopped on any of those yeah right so i'm i was just confused why, why we punted there it didn't really make sense to me honestly. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know why that happened.
7: That, it was uh, inches. It was fourth and inches. inches. It wasn't even a yard. Yeah. yeah. It, it, um,
1: uh, I
4: don't know. It, it. I don't know what happened to fourth and Staley. It feels like that has kind of not been the tone this year, and I don't know if that's due to, you know, a lot of J.K. the players. Uh, well, not even J.K. Scott, but just the players that we've had out there being injured. You know, do you yeah. not w- – what it, is the trust in your team to get – the first down really that wavered that you're not going to go for it on fourth down uh, again against the chiefs, you and know, where, the, what was our down and di- what
1: was our distance to where were was
7: we fourth where, in inches, inches. inches. But where like were we at on 40. the field? Our 40, we're like our right. own 40, I think yeah. 35. That's, where, that's right. I mean, yeah. it was deep in our own territory, but he's done it before we did it against the chiefs his first season. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> it, it hindsight's
4: always 2020, 20, but at yeah. the same time, the consistency of going for it on fourth down last year, is not what has been happening this year. And I don't know if that's a call from upstairs to say, don't, don't you dare do it? Or if that's the right move to make, I don't know. Don't know why, but thank you for asking the question. Ethere Kadir. Let's move it on now to Kuatelukin, Kuatelukin certified fresh who asked the question. Yeah. Here's a question. When do we fire
7: this? shitty coaching staff the voice made that funny
1: that was good <laughs> <Can't really laughs> make in, to me.
7: staff <laughs>
1: i think if you're in the firing mindset it's gonna be when the season's over but right. i don't know how that plays out i don't think brandon staley is going anywhere um but i think if you make a change everyone kind of has been talking about where you would make that change so it just kind of depends i don't think anything's gonna happen during the season though no, no, definitely not during the season.
4: We're, we're too deep into it now to make that kind of a well. What's a the option? You fire Staley, you're going to promote Lombardi? Yeah, now Lombardi's the head coach. I don't think, I don't think Staley's <laughs> going anywhere.
1: I think if you're going to fire, you know, they're talking. Everyone's talking about Lombardi getting fired, like moving on to somebody else, giving somebody else play calling duties. Like that's the easier one that you could do in season, but I still don't sure. think it's going to happen. That's just not the Staley. The way Staley is wanting to build this, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that's what he would do. Does that make sense? Just everything yeah. he's led up to this point it doesn't feel like a, you know, he did just fully, fully, you know, pull the Raga underneath um, Tillery, which was surprising. But, you know, he can make those hard decisions. I just don't know. I don't know if he would do that on his offensive coordinator. Yeah. It depends on how much push there is from the GM and the ownership. Sure. Yeah. So. Um.
4: Yeah. I don't foresee anything happening during the season, but later on,
7: Maybe. yeah if we don't make the playoffs, that, that's just oh, a, that's yeah, just the that's, nature of this business you yeah. have to win, yeah, especially when you have the kind of team that we have, have yeah, that's Herbert. just inevitable um but right now there are staff, so we're going to pray they figure this crap out and get get a good game plan for Arizona. There well, you go. hey, the best case scenario is they
1: start really doing this well and then they get extensions That's the best case scenario. they're playing so freaking well these guys are with us next year and yeah. they're, they're so right <clears throat> different ways you can look at it.
4: Absolutely. Uh, Quadalucan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Hank Zilla, who asked the question. Well, sad day, Bolt fam. That game felt like Derek Carr's wife after sex. Extremely disappointing after a promising start and full of tears. (laughs) Oh, God. The Raiders. (laughs) This team team still has a lot of untapped potential. Fahoko played great off the practice squad. Tight end Stone Smart could get more involved coming off IR. Personally, I am smitten over Jasir Taylor and his football IQ. The problem is the cornerback room is full with Zont, Vato, and Bryce. How hard would it be to get Ja transitioned to play safety if Nas has to miss time from his thumb injury? Thanks for keeping the positive vibes alive. Kill love you, bye.
7: Hmm. Yeah. Good quote. What do you think, Coach? Yeah, I think the difficulty in playing safety is the physicality of it. Yeah. Um. Jasira Taylor is a he's a he's a defensive back, but getting tossed as a rookie to be as now change positions, play safety, that to come up and make a lot of tackles in the box, not just the occasional one. Um. It's that's a tough that's a tough move. I think you're putting a rookie in a bad spot if you have to do that. Um, it may be something that moving forward, if the roster looks the same in the offseason, um, you want to get your best guys on the field. I think that's a little I think that's a tough, a tough call for a rookie to have to change positions midseason. But um, I think that we've all enjoyed what he's done on special teams has looked great. Um, but I think I think if he was good enough, they would find a way to get him in at the corner position. Yeah. All right. Well, there you
4: go, Hank Zilla. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi M, who asked the question.
5: Before we start feeling down that we still can't beat the Chiefs, let's look at the shamelessly positive things. Joseph Day had the best game I could remember him having all season. We got Keenan and Mike Will back, and they look great. Joe Lombardi actually had good schemes. Who knew he had it in him? Our defense looked better than expected and made some great momentum changing plays. Uh, the bad things, well, we lost at home again in prime time to no one's surprise. Uh, Herbert is still getting pressure far too much. I cannot wait to get Slater back. Okay, on to the question. What will it take for us to actually beat the motherfucking Chiefs and <laughs> honestly just finish our games consistently? Also, FTR, FTB, FTC, bolt the F up, K, Love you, bye.
4: Right, well,
1: well well said, Lexi. Well said.
4: Yeah. Uh, What will it take
1: to beat the Chiefs? We have. It's just consistency. It's third downs. That that's the that was what the third down conversions were really rough. We were winning that whole game. Yeah. And we were still get letting them give up huge yardage. It's just those third downs. It's execute getting getting the getting the first down and not giving up the first down. That's really what that game needed. And mm-hmm. that would have been a totally different thing, man. Mm-hmm. It just it was frustrating because we were winning the whole thing. Right. So, I know we can beat that team. It's not like, oh, we got to re- reshape and reform this whole thing to to beat the Chiefs. We don't. Mm-hmm. We're their big we're their best like competitive game of the season consistently. So, it, it just needs to happen. I don't know. It's interesting.
4: I was talking to to Tony earlier today. We are chatting on, on Twitter and he talked about how, you know, Kelsey has just been an awesome tight end, obviously, for the Chiefs and made made us miss the days of having somebody like Antonio Gates, which yeah. can be just such a huge difference maker. And our tight end situation has been a little wavery, obviously, these past couple of years ever since we lost Hunter Henry, who seemed to be like God just would have been perfect to hold on so to. So good. It would have been so good to have on this team. Yeah. Right um, you know, going to Gerald Cook, who was very miss, and Gerald Everett, who has had moments, but obviously didn't play this last game having the injury. So um I don't know, man. It wouldn't be nice to get a tight end that is that fills that spot that we can be that be that reliable tight end that just somehow finds a way to get open. That's the thing that always blows my mind is when Kelsey. And Gates and all the other great tight ends, like, just find a way to just be open with nobody
7: around them. Like, how does that even happen? I didn't, I never understand that. Well, that's, a, that's the best part about a tight end that can block. Yeah. If you have a tight end that is really, like, is an above-average blocker, mm-hmm. you can go in and fake a block for 1,000, and then leak out. Linebacker's eyes have left you. Safety's eyes have left you. And that's why in play actions, tight ends get so wide open. But if you're not a threat to block, if Gerald Everett comes and pretends to block, I'm like, oh, this is fake. You know, it's like you don't have that element of surprise when they're Mm. not an above average blocker. You don't have to respect that part of their game. Mm. And that's what made, that's what makes some of those guys so good. That's why George um, Kittle for the the Niners. And you have these guys that are just that good. Travis Kelsey is just phenomenal at doing everything. So, it, I just think that that's a part of our game, but I don't know. I, I, it, I'm i not saying <laughs> that that's necessarily the key to unlocking their right. team. The question is, them. how do we win games consistently? Yeah, What is it about the Patriots that were able to do it for so long and now the Chiefs consistently for the past decade just wrecking the AFC West? How do you consistently do it? I think it's consistency throughout the organization. You have to have consistency in the GM and the coaching staff and the training, and there has to be consistency that you set an expectation. Um, obviously, that has to be all good pieces. You need to right. have the, per- the right pieces that are up high because the players are going to change every year. You're going to have different guys every time. Right. The thing that doesn't can't change is that coaching staff, the the GM and the ownership being a fully on board. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know. I, that's the only thing I could think of. Because you, you can't say better quarterback play. We have Justin freaking Herbert is right. is laying it all out on the field. Right. Um, our running game is piss poor, but like sometimes the Chiefs don't run the ball that much. They still consistently win, and right. so I don't know. I think it's consistency in the the coaching staff, the and the management. Mm-hmm. All good points. All good ideas.
4: What will happen? Only time will no tell. Knows, <laughs> Lexi. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cock Diesel. Yeah, who asked the yeah. question?
0: Yeah. Hey, brother. Question: Where's our RPO game gone? Every time Joe Lumball sack makes my little <laughs> brother Jay Herb turn around to play action, it gave the baby back Queef Defenders a chance to get a push on our pencil dick O-line brother. <laughs> When will Herbo have a chance to make changes at the line, brothers? Oh, yeah. Just imagine the day Justino Herbo Cioso can truly unleash his meat rocket on the league like <laughs> Zeus commanding Mount Olympus. Oh, yeah, brothers. King love you. Bye, brothers.
1: <laughs> oh, that was, I've never heard of the Lombalsack. L- Joe Lombalsack. L- Lombalsack ah it's good So yeah.
7: the couple of things is there there is rpo there is some <laughs> rpo that. options <laughs> i asked a
4: stupid little question you're like okay well let's take this seriously here mr <laughs> yeah. uh cock
7: diesel if i may <laughs> well, <laughs> to answer his question. no i know i Dutch just i love the, the dichotomy of it <laughs> yeah um the idea of rpo so that- <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: the RPO, okay. sorry. The RPO,
7: so there was <laughs> there were times throughout the game that I was like, even turned to Kevin, I was like, yeah, that was a good RPO. You can see Justin, it's almost like the whole line is ready to block. He'll just get the ball and throw it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not maybe the traditional, like we're gonna ride the running back and then pull and throw. Uh, but at the line of scrimmage, instead of his wide receivers going to block on run plays, they're running routes. So it's not like a, I'm gonna... I'm gonna fake the handoff, fake the handoff, pull and throw. It's down. So like, oh, go, he's gonna get the ball and throw it right away. So I did see that a couple of times. And the way you can notice an RPO is by what the offensive line does. If the offensive line is firing out, getting downhill, and he just takes it and throws it. That's that would that could have been a run pass. The option was to pass. So um it's there. Um, if you, if we want to see more of it, I totally get it. Um, I think RPO works best when your quarterback can run though. Um, because it really is a run pass option. There's three options. There's hand the ball off. There's a quarterback to run and the opportunity for him to throw. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's, and then you have to zone block. We don't, as you all know, we don't love zone. I don't, I don't think we're successful and very good at zone blocking. So if you're going to RPO, you have to zone block. You can't be downhill getting to backers. You have to slow play it. So that way in case he pulls and throws. So the RPO is dependent on you being able to zone block, which we're not extremely effective at doing. So, Um, there's a lot that goes into that. I think we're doing it a little bit here and there. It just looks a little bit a little bit different than you might see like the Eagles doing with Jalen Hurts.
4: Hmm. All right. Well, great, great answer there, coach. And hope that works for you, Cock Diesel. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Z the King one, who asked the question. Seems to me like (laughs) a very, very difficult path to even make playoffs. This year, we are already a win behind three teams for the two wildcard spots that does not belong to the remainder of Buffalo and Miami. Cincinnati (laughs) also appears to be getting hot at the right time. So basically, one wildcard spot left. That being said, we might as well try to get a better pick for some speedy receiving talent or a high-level game-changer in the draft. As much as I hate to admit it, I'm officially out on Stanley now. The team just always feels so ill-prepared for everything and every other team makes adjustments at halftime against us while we continue to do the same thing and lose because of it. I'd like to see everyone in the front office and coaching staff gone, except for who has been amazing. My question for you guys is this: Shameless positivity aside, <laughs> assuming I'm right <laughs> and we are not going to make the playoffs, what would you change about the team to make us an actual contender next year?
1: Ooh ha! Dragging us down to the depths of the darkness,
4: there,
1: <sighs> the King. One trying
4: to put my shameless positivity aside. I'm not out on Staley.
1: I'm not. Yeah. His defense hasn't been performing. Mm-hmm. But we've also, pl- we all these games are tight. All these games are close. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm not out on state. I think if there's a one person you can look at and be like, wow, we have this Lamborghini and it's not being driven appropriately. That makes sense. But Staley's not going anywhere. I feel very strongly about that. I mean, to ask us what we would do to make
4: changes, like I don't know what we would do. Like stay healthy. I'm not a mastermind. Yeah, if, if find some way to stay healthy from start to finish. That'd be a nice
1: start. Better on third downs. Mm-hmm. Those two. I mean, I don't know as what far you could as
7: do. Like, like with a roster yeah. build, our roster was freaking built. We had yeah. a top five roster in the league. It really yeah. is. Um. So I don't think there's anything in that respect. I think if you're gonna take away shameless positivity and like devotion to the team, because I'm still not all in on fire the whole world. And by the way, if you fire our coaching staff and GM, Fickens not sticking around. No. He's, he's gonna have sticking. a lot of mean. he's going he's gonna have a lot Fickin of opportunities somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> um <clears throat> so I think I do think the one thing right now, the way I'm feeling after that Chiefs game and feeling like we got um, kind of out coached from an offensive scheme perspective. Um, I just think that we hit these lulls that aren't we can't have. Like we have hot spots, but it's just it doesn't feel consistent enough. Um, and so if they had to, if I had to, if they, you put a gun in my head, you have to change one thing for next year. I think it would be play calling on the offense. But I'm not ready to. I don't know, I st- I have we have seven games left. I'm not ready to just be down in the dumps for seven weeks.
1: I'm not ready to talk about no, the draft no. yet, dude. We're still absolutely yeah. capable of making the playoffs, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, and that always, that we've had that conversation so many years leading up to the draft. It's like, no, like, you start playing poorly to get better picks? Like, no, you can't guarantee any of those, any of those players are going to be anything. You know what I mean? Yeah,
7: whether you pick four or eight, you could hit jackpot at eight and dud at four. Yeah. He's right. The draft is so unpredictable that you just play the best football you can play. These guys are not gonna they these guys don't want to get paid. They're all professionals, they're not just gonna roll over and lose. And this right. team's still fighting. Like that's the thing. They're
1: not yeah, giving right. up. We're a so, game out of the wild card right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta make a little run here. Let's get yep. let's let's lock up some wins and we'll see what happens. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, there you go. Z the king won. Thank you for asking the question. And then we go out of Ask Bolt Fam. With the broads, you know which ones, (laughs) who asked the question. Hey, guys,
0: it's me, the devil. Doesn't it (laughs) seem like one or more of the Chiefs players must have sold their soul to me? The way games always end in their favor. Well, I'm here to put your suspicions to rest and tell you that two of them have. (laughs) Now it's up to you to guess which ones. As always, bolt up. Are you surprised that I'm a Chargers fan? Well, you shouldn't be. Even the devil is in love with Justin <laughs> F. and Herbert. Hashtag man
7: K. Love you, bye.
5: Oh, man. Is,
7: that was the most unique way to set up a question that I've ever heard. Satan <laughs> Turn babies. ourselves into the devil They make them guess which one Have sold their soul to me uh, Um, It's gotta be Patrick Mahomes Patrick and Travis Kelsey yeah, they,
4: yeah Mahomes and Kelsey Devil worshippers you heard
1: it here first
7: <laughs> pa- pa- Breaking news <laughs> Patrick Mahomes Sounds like a frog and runs like a penguin He should not be good at football there's, no. there's nothing about him. When you look at him, you're like, yeah, that guy's going to be like, so good at that football. Right. There has to be something spiritually going on behind the scenes to make him perform like that. <laughs> because it's it doesn't make sense. He runs like a penguin and sounds like a frog. You you shouldn't be good at football. It
4: makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, can't think of any other Kelsey answer.
1: Yeah. And Kelsey's uh, just always open. So, yeah, I don't know. There's voodoo going on. There's there's, there. there's some voodoo magic. Or just gets the weirdest calls. They always get the weirdest calls, man. It's just so funny. It Yeti is. or
7: not, I think we should make some voodoo dolls. Some chief voodoo, because we have like the awesome R dolls, but some like send it with like lightning bolt pins that we could end the game. Like, ah! Are you listening, Yeti? Yeti. Give me a voodoo Patrick Mahomes doll, please. Go <laughs> with that knee. No, knee. Just knee, poke knee it right in, in the eye. Knee, knee, nah, nah, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all
4: right, well, there you go. the broads. thank you for asking the question and thank you all for asking questions and ask both fam uh not too bad all things considered we uh no. we got through that pretty good and we and we had some laughs. That's all you can ask for. I um, feel better there you go.
7: I'm excited about next and, week. and, oh, and guess what this <laughs> week guess what we get to, we get to have Thanksgiving chicken butt
1: oh. that's
4: right yes, we've got Let's Thanksgiving coming
1: Thanksgiving. this week <laughs> the, the best way a lot of people can cope with kind of sad feelings is eat. So Dude. this is a great week for it. Here you yeah. go, if you're sad, yes. Time extra, to eat your feelings. Extra stuffing. Get a little more of that cranberry. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> treat treat you yourself. Know treat gravy.
4: yourself. Yeah. Put a little extra whipped cream <laughs> on that slice of pumpkin pie. You know what? <laughs> two slices. Jesus. Just tell him, of, yeah. <laughs> tell him Dr. Wooldog sent you. Told him two <laughs> slices of pumpkin Wooldog. pie. Call me in the morning. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? No, let's go fucking
1: just beat the Cardinals. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to <laughs> win. What, what a <laughs> What a What a riveting. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> encouragement.
4: Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> you love you. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Sadness, exhaustion, a loss in things you once enjoyed, or you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. These can be symptoms of being a Charger fan. You try to put on a brave face, but inside, the symptoms linger. Hi, I'm Dr. Wooldog. Every year, Charger fans across the country suffer from these symptoms, regardless of the players, coaches, or record. But now, there's a solution. Introducing Eat It All. Eat It All takes your mind off of the everyday issues of being a Charger fan. And it even showed a 50% reduction in couch coaching. Those are numbers we can all get behind. I'm not just a doctor. I'm also a client. I'm also not a doctor. Eat It All. Stop talking and start eating.